Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Moira Gorski, and I am coming to you. um, I plan to post this on Christmas. So if you're listening to this on Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. And I hope that you are finding time to enjoy this season. Um, Take time to enjoy this day. And um, I just wanted to reflect as this year is coming to an end. And uh, so many things that I'm reflecting on. And I just wanted to share that, share some of my thoughts with you today. And just start by saying how grateful I am for all of you who come and listen. You know, this is something that, you know, over a year ago, I just kept feeling a nudge by the universe um, to start talking, to start sharing, to give voice to the struggle of someone like me and maybe somebody like you who has someone in their life who they love dearly but is struggling, struggling with mental health issues, struggling with things that we can't control, and it just really hurts us to the core. And I have learned so much on this journey, and I just kept feeling this nudge by the universe. And I believe that God gives us ideas, and as as we continue to think about those ideas, we should be doing something with them. So I went forward, and I started a podcast and I'm almost at the end of this year. I mean, I started it last February and I, I am so grateful for all of you and grateful that it's working. You know what this mission of getting, just getting the story out that you're not alone and that it's going to be okay. And your life can be your message. You know, it's working because I'm hearing from you. I'm, hearing texts after you listen to the podcast, telling me how much you enjoyed listening to it. And um, I'm getting wonderful reviews and I'm just getting really, really great feedback. And that means so much to me because that means that it's working. And I just want to say right in the beginning here how grateful I am for all of you. And again, all of the wonderful comments, all of the feedback, it just, it, it warms my heart. It means so much to me because it really is my mission to make people realize that they're not alone and that life can, um, can gobble us up sometimes and really beat us up. And, um, and that as we share our stories, that we can help other people and we don't need to be ashamed of that. So I want to start by saying that. So grateful for all of you. And these are just a few things that I was thinking of about, you know, kind of COVID has taught all of us, right? So many things. And this year has taught us so many things. And a few things that really came to mind as I sat down and meditated today about um, coming and sharing with you. These are a few, these are four things that came up for me and that I really have learned and I want to share with you. So the first one is, 
be flexible. <laughs> we've needed to be flexible, right? Uh, we've needed to be flexible with our work, with our life, with our groceries, for gosh darn, um, with our workouts. We have needed to be flexible. And as much as I'm a recovering control freak and codependent, recovering codependent, you know, we, and we, I like to have things a certain way. I've learned that we need to be flexible and um, it's okay. You know, in life, we need to be flexible in just so many things. We need to have that flexibility to, to know that life is going to ebb and flow. And we're best if we just sometimes go with the flow, right? Take a deep breath and go with the flow, be flexible, say, okay, not maybe what I like, but I realize that I have to be flexible. And again, I think that that can, can be so true in so many parts, you know, so many parts of our life. And just like I said in the beginning, you know, we've had to be flexible with kind of like everything that we do. And I think the more that we embrace that flexibility, the more that it's okay. Again, we don't have to like it, but being flexible is super great. Um, super great for us to do. And as we're flexible, I think about flexibility in yoga and things like that. And, you know, as we're more flexible in yoga, we're able to stretch a little bit farther and we're able to do a little bit more and we're able to feel a little bit more. So just think about that, you know, with that flexibility. Uh, that was the first thing that I thought about. Number two is have fun. I mean, this is a time, it has been hard times, it has been tough times, and it's led to, myself included, not feeling great all the time, and not being happy, and like, again, feeling so like, angry at times, and frustrated, and like, oh, I can't do this, and I can't do that, and you know what I've learned is that we are not promised tomorrow, <laughs> and we need to do things today to have fun. And that's going to mean different things for everybody, but we really need to have fun. And I know that in this six-year journey of our daughter struggling and just me as an entrepreneur building my business and raising four kids, and it is sometimes the, I feel like the fun has been sucked out of me, but I love to have fun. And, um, and sometimes, again, it's hard to find that, but I'm just here to tell you that do things like think, keep that in mind, like go have fun. And it can be little stuff. It can be big stuff. It can be, you know, you may have heard it on the podcast already, but during COVID, you know, I have two of my children living at home and we've all got different schedules, school, work, um, businesses, all those kind of things. And so we're not always together during the week, you know, for our meals, like for dinner. And that's okay, because I'm not like, you don't have to all be at the table at six o'clock. That's fine. But I said, you know what? How about we work on like once a week, Sunday nights, let's have dinner together. Not let's, but we're going to have dinner together. <laughs> like I kind of made it a directive, like we're having dinner. So family dinner, butts in the seat. Um, it started at six o'clock. Now it's more about seven, seven fifteen, because one of our, uh, our 17 year old, he usually works on Sundays till seven. So we have had to change the time, right? Be flexible with that. But we have Sunday dinner together and it's not always great. Not everybody's in a great mood all the time, but we really work on being together and sharing our highs and lows of the week. And I encourage you to think about that and do that. Even if it's just with your spouse or with your friends or with your 
kids. Like share your highs and lows, because what comes from that is just a cool conversation that, you know, we've been able to talk about stuff that's been going on with one of our kids or with myself or with my husband and, you know, celebrate the highs, right? And kind of work through the lows. And so that's been a really cool thing. And then what has happened too, is we've chose fun things to do and within the realms of what we can do. So we've carved pumpkins, uh, we've made cookies, we've played games, we've, um, we talked about Christmas lists and stuff like that. That's kind of fun. But again, the games have been fun. The pumpkin carving's been great. I mean, we love to bake. I was trying to find some gingerbread house kits and I can't find them. <laughs> so um, they all seem to be sold out. So we're thinking about doing that this next week, but we have to be flexible with that because we can't find the kits. We may have to make them on our own by uh, using Pop-Tarts. Have you seen that version? Pop-Tarts or graham crackers, things like that. So it's been it's been fun. I mean, it brings a little lightness to our Sunday nights and it's fun. And again, if you, if you follow me and if you know me and you follow me on social media, I have started to ballroom dance. And I walked into a dance studio the end of July and I was like, I'm just going to take a class because I think it would be fun. And I am now it's, you know, the middle of uh, December and I'm completely hooked <laughs> and it's so fun. And I still wonder like, what am I doing? But you know what? It's fun. It's completely like I walk in there and I forget about the rest of the day for the hour that I'm there. And it's so much fun. And it's so different than anything I wanted to, you know, thought I would be doing. And it's fun. So I can't emphasize enough, do something like go and create your fun. Like sometimes we say, oh, there's nothing to do around here or everything's closed or whatever, but go find the fun, you know, be creative go find the fun. Number three, slow down and notice. Again, we've been forced to slow down, right, with this pandemic. But, you know, we've been in it for a while. So a lot of us have geared back up, or we've moved into something different. And some of us are still busy. And just that idea of slowing down and noticing what's around you. And it might be, again, noticing... (laughs) I didn't... I mean, we've gone on lots of different walks. Some of my friend, girlfriends and I, we've we've gotten together and we've walked. We've been safe and all of that. But I, we went to this one forest preserve and I'm like, where have I been for the last 20 years? Like, this is a beautiful forest preserve. But I got too busy with life and I didn't even realize that this was pretty much in my backyard. And so it took me slowing down to really notice the beauty that's there. And I've really enjoyed watching people on Facebook and stuff like that when they their f- trips to the foreign lands, if you will, have been canceled. They've driven across the country and they've gone to places that they're like, wow, this is like right in our backyard. And it's forced us, again, when we're forced to slow down, we, we notice. And so I think that's a really good thing. And also not just noticing what's around you, And when you get outside and go for a walk or clean up your backyard or whatever, also slow down and notice because there's lots of different emotions that come up. And it is pretty much almost Christmas time. It's the holiday season. And there's lots of different emotions, let alone all of this stuff that's gone on in 2020. 
there's the holiday and there's the family and there's the all that kind of stuff. And there are emotions that come up. And so I encourage you to slow down. And when you start to feel something, like just slow down and notice. Like, what is that emotion that's coming up? Okay, so what's what's that really meaning? And where am I feeling that in my body? And why is it? And because when we slow down and notice, then we can kind of make a plan, if you will. Like, how are we going to move forward with that? Like, what are we going to do with that emotion? I heard on a podcast the other day when they're talking about empaths and people that are super intuitive. Like, sometimes we take on emotions of other people. And sometimes it's slowing down and noticing, and it's like, is this my, is this my stress? Or is that the stress of everybody around me or this particular person? Does that make sense? Like when we slow down and we notice again, we can notice things and then decide how we're going to act, how we're going to move forward, how we're going to act. I think it's, it's just something I learned in one of the courses that I took this year about just slowing down and noticing. And it just made a big difference in the way that I show up and kind of on the the way that I react, you know, to other people and other things is that I'm slowing down enough to just notice and tell myself like, oh, what, what is this all about? It's really good, really good stuff. That's number three. And number four, don't forget about nutrition. It is so important. This is a time that people have, you know, become aware of the, the, benefits of being healthy and how being healthy is so important. And I have learned over my 20 years of being involved in wellness and my background in nursing and everything coupled in between there that nutrition is so, so important. And I also see it again with our daughter who struggled with a eating disorder. I mean, nutrition super important, right? The nutrition is important. And there are things that that we can control and there's things that we can't control but i'm here to tell you that we can control what we eat what we put in our bodies and it's really super important because if we're giving ourselves what our body needs vitamins minerals protein and lots of water then our body's going to feel good and as a result our mind's going to feel good and we're going to feel good and we're going to show up good and we're just gonna it's going to be good And so don't, again, don't negate, I mean, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. So it's not just taking some pills here and there. It's really being smart about nutrition. Yes, smart supplementation is super important because it's hard to get everything that we need from our food. And the adulteration of our our crops and things like that has led us to a place that we just don't have you know, even if we buy organic, we don't have like the best, 100% best food out there. And so we can't, the nutrient value isn't there. And so it's really, really important. That's what I've learned. It's really important to supplement and supplement in many that I run into are vegetarians or vegans, and it's hard to get enough protein. And so it's important to to find a, a protein shake, a protein supplement that you can take, that you can add into your day. And I got to tell you, since I've been doing that, vitamins, minerals, and protein every day, I just feel great. And I'm not often sick. I saw something on Facebook today, a memory from like three years ago. I wasn't feeling so good. I remember that day. I was feeling a little sick to my stomach, and I watched a day of Hallmark movies. And then it was gone. 
I mean, I don't, and I'm not here to say, you know, if you supplement with Shackley products and things like that, that you're never going to get sick because that's not what I'm here to guarantee. But I have seen in so many of my clients and friends and myself that when we give our body, again, what it needs with good quality supplements, food, water, rest, love, we, we're good. We don't have to be dependent on that other guy. We don't have to be dependent all the time on medications. Nutrition is so important, not only, again, for the way that we feel, but really how we feel mentally. So that's, just again, that's my fourth point here that I thought of that don't forget about nutrition. And if you need help with that, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help guide you along. Reach out to me. Um, we can put together a plan. Um, I can send you the quick assessment that you've probably heard about um, that helps you make a personalized plan just for you. It's called Meology. I love it because it's personalized nutrition to me. Not like, hey, this is what, like if you're 57 and a woman, like this is what you need, this is what I need. No, our needs are different. So Shackley's created this awesome thing called Meology, which you can create a personalized nutrition plan just for you. And again, it's not just about the pills, but it's really about everything else. And that's what I'm here for. Really, I have found my passion in helping to support you in mind, body, and spirit and help you claim your voice regardless of what your circumstances are. Let me say that again. I help support you in mind, body, and spirit and help you claim your voice regardless of what your life circumstances are. It means a lot to me. It's my passion. It gets me choked up because I've learned, because I've walked that walk. I'm walking that walk today. And it's so important to just take care of all those things, your mind, your body, your spirit, and to realize that it's okay to, you know, it's okay to share your story. Like your life is your message. And life is messy, right? But it's okay. Because, again, sharing, sharing your story and just embracing that and being and putting away all of your shame and guilt. And like, oh, I should have done this. And I would have done this if I did. You know what? Put all of that away. Put away your shame and guilt. And just embrace your story and embrace your life and be okay with it. Give yourself some grace. And know that, again, your life is your message. And it's okay to share that out with people. It really is. And um, again, that's what I try to do here. That's what I try to do. That's what I do when I share other people's stories with you. I just love that. And again, it's taken me a long time to be okay with my story because it's not exactly what I expected it to be. But I realize every day as people... Thank me for sharing and thank me for bringing you these different stories of hope. I realize that it's okay. It's okay to share our stories. And those that are brave enough to do that, you know, you could, you could be that voice and that story that somebody needs, like that one person needs to hear today. And know that I know that if I can help one person today by hearing my story, then it makes it all worth it, Right. So I'll finish up today and saying, I again, I hope you're having a great holiday season. Merry Christmas today. Again, thank you so much for listening. Someone shared a quote with me by Hemingway, and it goes something like this. 
Life breaks all of us, and some of us are stronger in the broken places. And so, again, I leave you, I leave you with that to say, be well, uh, take care of yourself, reach out if you want to chat. Again, I've just loved this journey, and I can't wait for next year to see what else it brings um, all of us. <laughs> and let's hope it trends upwards, as I would say, and that the year trends upward. Um, but again, I hope that you found some value in what I shared today. And I hope that you find time to connect with your family, be it in person, if you can, over Zoom, over the phone. You know, the the world needs a little bit and a lot more love right now and a lot more grace and a lot more flexibility and a lot more fun and a lot more slowing down and a lot more good stuff. So share it with others. Share that love. Know that we all want to be seen, heard, loved, and appreciated. And I'm here to tell you that I see you and I love you. And I'm grateful for all of you. So have a happy holiday season. And again, thanks for listening. And just go and make it a great day and uh, make it a great life. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know, as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.